So uh, feedback from Don and Yvonne this week. They like the show, but they have one way that they think would make it much better. Really? What's, what's, what's that? Do I tell the travel stories now? Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Great. From from this church that I'm in. It's like, it's like a Todd, 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 Todd. How are you doing? Doing God, God is that you? <laughs> Oh, I'm just like, oh, I, I need to change the reverb and maybe move this. Oh, I can't fix this. Nope. Nope. <laughs> where, where reverb is always an option. <laughs> did I hear a special guest? You did. You did. We, this week, we, uh, we have both. We are fully using both Studio A and Studio B at the undisclosed location. Um, last week, we, we hinted at it pretty, pretty it was a lot more than a hint, but, but we talked about some travel stories. And uh, so instead of me relating the travel stories, I thought I thought we'd have we'd ask Lisa on. And she's uh, a little later here in the show. She's going to uh, regale us with travel stories that no one wants to hear. Good evening. And that what? is so true. <laughs> wants to hear or wants to experience. Here, oh. Well, yeah. Good point. You might want to hear it. You definitely don't want to experience it. <laughs> well, since since I'm on the road this week, obviously with a reverb in the background, um, this is going to be a minimal edit show. So we'll see how if we can keep it tight. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know how that goes. I I do. Mostly, what that means is two hours of content. So whatever. Oh, well, we'll see if Zencaster can do its job and clean up my audio. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out uh, more on that later. Meanwhile. You should, uh, you should think about buying like a like a good mic to take with you when you travel. I would just <laughs> as a suggestion. Thanks, man. You're really helpful. You're to really help. helpful. <laughs> I'll send you a link of one I've heard really good things about. <laughs> I... You could probably get a good deal in an open box one at Best Buy <laughs> in about five days. <laughs> uh, I think there's a Best Buy in Dubuque. No, the box is back in Des Moines. So, yeah, mm. it's going to be five days. The But let's but but we digress as we typically do. Uh, should we jump into follow-up here real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Super. Uh, follow-up from our special guest. Hey, Lisa, you got any follow-up? Feedback? It, I was happy that there was not as much sports. I had written in potential Lisa feedback, too much sports. <laughs> and actually, I just listened to it today to it today because I was out running errands. And I'm sure I mentioned some feedback to Todd that something made me laugh. But now I can't remember what it was. Like. 
<laughs> yeah, she said you said something made her laugh. I forgot completely about it. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you catch the bonus episode? I have not listened to the bonus episode, but I have more errands tomorrow. Okay. So. Hey, we did a bonus episode all about sports. Have you listened? Hmm, not as much as you think. I got stuff going on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Amy. Amy's feedback on the crypto.com arena. She. Uh, okay, so. So here's here's a little whatnot for you. Stadiums have nicknames, right? Yes. 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 Quite often, right? We we even we referenced some of them both last on on both on both the regular episode and the and the bonus last week, right? Because old Comiskey Park was US Cellular Field and it was the cell. It was the cell. That's right. The Bank One ballpark in Arizona was the Bob. The Bob. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. For a while, uh, it for a while the the basketball arena in Salt Lake City. For years and years, it was the Delta Center, and uh-huh. then for a number of years, Energy Solutions sponsored them. And everybody's like, "Oh, what's Energy Solutions? Oh, do you do like windmills and stuff? No, 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 no. They take like." I want to say, is it nuclear waste? Nuclear like, waste. They take nuclear waste and then, oh, we'll take it off your hands and we'll make it disappear. So I, I for years, because I was living in Salt Lake City, I was pushing hard to start calling the arena the dump. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't catch on? It didn't catch on, um, but but I still have the cease and desist letter, so that's nice. Oh. <laughs> so... So what we want to what will what we will find out here within the next several months, Amy's suggestion for the Staples Center, it should be the crypt. The crypt. I like it. I like it. Where are the Lakers playing tonight? They're at the crypt. You going to the crypt tonight? And it's not. And that's not about Superman. You're not going to the crypt tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I was going to say, actually, if you take a look at this Lakers team, that they've gotten everybody who LeBron has known who's over the age of 45. Uh, the crypt is actually pretty apropos. <laughs> How That's old accurate. Is that oh, we have an average age of 41. Yes. Yeah. We're sponsored by Crypto.com and Metamucil. Are you guys drinking Gatorade on the sidelines? Nope. Insure. <laughs> Uh, Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the crypt. Uh, apparently, I'm no longer working here. Thanks. <laughs> That's okay. The team couldn't hear you because they didn't have their hearing aids in. They're fine. They're fine. Don't worry. There you about go. It. Uh, she also she had some feedback on my review of Red Notice. Okay. Yes. One, you're overselling it. It's not that good. And, and to be honest, I mean, it's not like you said it was great. Yeah. I mean, you said it's like, it's like decent. I believe it was like, take Thomas Crown Affair. It's a step down from that. Right. Yes. And that's too much. And yeah, and that's giving both Thomas Crown Affairs a whole lot of credit. Uh, but Thomas, the Thomas Crown Affair was not the movie that she compared it to. 
she said, it's more like national treasure, except not as good. And that's pretty accurate. Again, it's worth two hours. It's not great. It's kind, it's, it's entertaining. It again, I believe I said it's not going to win any awards. I hold so to I, that. So what you're saying is if you decide based off of this amazing selling job that you like, like I got to go, I got to get me some of that. And your choices are pay 10 to $15 a seat and go see it in the theater. Cause you can pay for tickets in a the theater or flip on Netflix, which you already pay for and go, eh, it's here. And it's not costing me anything. You're suggesting lean slightly towards watch it on Netflix. This is not something that I would go buy Netflix. I would not sign up for Netflix just so that I could, if I was not already a Netflix subscriber. How's that? Is that fair? Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Qu- quick question, just because it's a theater movie that's also on Netflix at the same time, right? Which there's some interesting revenue models and all sorts of stuff. But the real question I think everybody's asking is, if you saw this in a theater, you're absolutely falling asleep in the middle of it. Would you? Did you fall asleep in the middle of it watching it at home as well? Or, I mean, is it a different kind of thing? Or do you stay awake for movies at home? I don't. <laughs> I fell asleep. And for the record, I fell asleep early, not in the middle. Because it drags a little at the beginning. And yet somehow missing the entire setup didn't actually affect. Did I no, miss anything? Amy's like, no. no, unfortunately you didn't. I I watched it on the plane. She wasn't. No, oh, I, I could still figure right. out where it was going. I could still figure out where it was going with missing probably 10 minutes in there. It was a nice little cat nap. It was good. Um, also, and. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just realizing now Dwayne's movie reviews, instead of giving it like five stars or two thumbs up, it's how many naps did you take in the middle of it? No naps. This, this is a five napper. Oh, you don't want to watch that. Two <laughs> eyes wide open. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Live studio audience, folks. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like Happy Days and MASH. Wait, what? Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan studio. Uh, let's see. The other, and this, this reference, if you haven't listened to the bonus episode yet, this is actually feedback at the bonus episode. You said... Where do the New Orleans Pelicans play? Yes. Have you listened back to this yet? Um, nope i haven't I haven't I haven't gotten to the bonus episode. It's it's the holiday season, and I and I've oh. got to hang Christmas lights and stuff. And so I was saving some content while I'm up on the roof because you, know, you know, you know, you know how I avoid that. I just don't hang up Christmas lights. So Scrooge, the so you will absolutely catch this on the re-listen then because you asked me where the new Orleans Pelicans play. And I said at the South pole, I let that go. I just let that go. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, I heard it and I just, I just let that go. And, and, and Amy does our classic. Well, that doesn't sound right. 
See, I thought, okay. Penguins. Penguins, not pelicans. That's on me. See, I heard it. I processed it. And what I thought, remember, okay, this is yet another callback. Remember when you were desperately trying to remember the Tom Hanks movie that was a George Clooney movie? Yes. And I was helpfully, when you said, what's the Tom Hanks and the girl? And I threw out Splash, including Splash, which was not helpful in any way, shape, or form. I thought that the the (laughs) South Pole thing was you doing that back to me. Where does where does Tampa play? Florida, you know. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Close enough. Um let's see. What else did I have in here? We got oh, we got an email. We did. Is this where we play? Oh, we've got letters. We've got letters. We've got sacks Thanks. and sacks and sacks and sacks of lead. Oh crap, we probably have OCBS some money. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Paul. Just happy to be here. So Jesse from Las Vegas writes, Hello, Dwayne and Todd and Lisa. Hello, Dwayne and Todd. First, happy Thanksgiving to both you and your families from all of us at Taylor Farms. Emails sponsored by Taylor Farms, apparently. I wanted to update you on the noisy neighbor situation. From the suggestions provided by the What Would Todd Do segment. Also, if you make a wristband, I'm absolutely buying them. (laughs) I'm checking in on the idea evaluations. I am, excuse me, I am currently in the idea evaluation stage and checking local laws. Smart, smart guy. but have started to put together an inventory of the items that I have that may fit into the suggestions. One, artificial grass in the backyard. Check. Two, five-year-old golden retriever named Winston. Picture attached, which I will post. Three, large speakers. Excellent. Four, an Apple Music subscription, which includes Baby Shark in lossless format. It's a very important note. I'll you keep you up. You, you don't want it compressed. I mean, that would just sound terrible. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll keep you updated as my journey progresses. Best regards, Jesse Taylor, Las Vegas, Nevada. Taylor Farms. Ding. Thank you, Jesse. Always great to hear from you. That that feedback, by the way, was sent to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Because only Jesse does that. That's not true. We oh. got a second email this week. I didn't. What? Who did we get an email from? Oh, well. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're right. You know why I was confused? Because I thought that email came from Greg, but it actually came from Sherry. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, because in my email client, it says it came from Greg. But Yeah, I, mine too. <laughs> and Sherry writes, <laughs> when you're listening on two times speed, you may forget that you're on double time. And then Happy Boy comes on and it sounds like a tuba on crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. How did she know my high school nickname? Tuba on crack? <laughs> oh my word. Too funny. Um Oh, and Greg texted me uh about the middle school games and he was wondering if maybe I was refing on the South Schlott side of Chicago and didn't tell him that I was in town uh, because it sounded like things went Chicago in a hurry which they absolutely <laughs> did <laughs> so there's that uh, let's see you heard from Don Navon who else do we get anything else um, no and actually that was an actual feedback uh, hey listen to the show sounds great more Lisa that's was the feedback. You guys are great, but less of you and more of somebody else would be awesome. <laughs> Sad thing is, not the first time we've received that feedback. <laughs> no, nope. nope, that's pretty consistent. Yep. <laughs> so um, I think I think we should probably just I think we should probably just jump right into it and, and go straight to our 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 guest. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So last week, uh, for those of you that are skipping episodes, um, and how could you, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, we, we, yeah, you might've skipped two episodes, Eli. Um, <laughs> oh, we're children. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Last week, we talked about travel stories, and uh, you had said that Lisa had posted uh, some travel story, a travel story on Facebook. And uh, I said, yeah, so instead of instead of me telling it, um, we'd have Lisa on. And I just pointed out that Delta has a protocol that you didn't know and don't want to know exists. But as much as we've all traveled, I think we, we're all going to learn something out of here. Again, this is on the pile of at one point, I had to use a fire extinguisher inside the house. And I learned a couple of things. One, fire extinguishers are cheap. Two, once you deploy a fire extinguisher inside your house, you've now got a mess that's going to take weeks and weeks to clean up. And that's one of those where you're like, I know it now. I wish I didn't, right? The circumstances of which the knowledge was gained is really kind of unfortunate. This falls into that category. So... um, Lisa, if you if you just want to go ahead and start uh, kind of uh, regaling us with uh, with your stories, and and I may I may jump in at one point when I realized that something was amiss on your flight. I uh, I feel like I have a lot to live up to now. I'm not sure it's as uh, exciting as you've made it to be, Don. Oh, trust me, I know what the rest of the rest of the rundown is. This is the high point, no matter what you say. Absolutely. Okay, so I was a. Uh, Heading out last week, as Todd mentioned, um, going to SeaTac um, from Salt Lake City. And um, I take that flight way too much lately. And uh, heading it as if you're flying from Salt Lake to um, Seattle, it goes right over downtown Seattle. So you get to see a nice view of um, downtown Seattle. And it had been a fairly uneventful flight until we got a little bit outside of Seattle. And then we hit a little bit of turbulence, started to a um, little wind and stuff. And as we started to go down um, to land, I, I could just tell for a second. I'm like, wait, I think I think we're going back up. And I kind of looked around and nobody else seemed to notice. And all of a sudden, and it was a gentle kind of slope up. And then all of a sudden it was a not gentle slope up. And we went really quite a sharp um, climb. And uh, 
everyone's kind of looking. And, and also, I have flown a lot, and I'm amazed at what a nervous flyer I am, considering how many, you know, close to 2 million miles and how nervous I am at it. But the engine's making this noise like, I don't know what that is, <laughs> like terrible noise. And it climbs up and up and up. And then we kind of bank around and pilot comes on. He's like, so um, on approach, um, there was wind shear, which I don't know about you, Dwayne. I know you traveled, but those are two of two words I do not want to hear. <laughs> And he says, um, so by law, when there's wind shear, we have to go around, have to go around. Okay, so that's fine. So we head out over Puget Sound and, and it starts to get a little rocky. And it's it's pretty rocky and gets bumpier. And, and not just your normal riding the wave turbulence, it's like shuddering turbulence. And I really thought... I think I'm going to die here. Like to the, to the amount actually that I turned on my phone to see if I could text Todd because I was really, it was giving me that much anxiety about it. And so we come around and we go to um, make the approach to SeaTac and it is rocking and rolling the plane just back and forth, back and forth. And we go down and the wheels touch the tarmac and you can see everybody like, oh, and nope, we go straight back up. So we've been on the ground. <laughs> But the plane takes off again, which I have had happen a couple of times at Atlanta. But I but I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't like there was a plane in front of us because you could see there were nobody else was landing. So out we go around Puget Sound again and the pilot comes on and he's like, um, OK, so we're going to give this one more try. And I'm like, why would we give it one more try? And the other and, thought is one more try and then what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it doesn't yeah. work this time, can we give it a fourth? Is that well? Okay. And, ac- and actually, it's kind of funny because at that point, my phone actually connected to the network because I guess we were low enough down. And I, um, Todd, for those of you who don't know, is a bit of an aviation geek. And as much as I travel, I always just text him when the doors close and when we land. Don't have to say anything else, but I'll just say we land. And he's like, and I was going to just text him like, hey, play my flight and see what's going on because you'll be entertained. But he's like, are you having problems? Because he hadn't heard from me. And he's like, where is she? And he's watching. So we go out even further out over Puget Sound, back around. And seriously, it is so bumpy. I was it, the the man next to me is like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I don't know." And you know, but you know how weird things go through your mind when you're traveling like this. And and about 30 minutes out on the first approach, I really had to go to the restroom, and I thought, "Yeah, I'll just wait till we land." So now we're like 75 minutes since I had to go to the restroom, and all I could think was, "If we crash and I wet myself, I'm going to be so mad." <laughs> See, dumb things. So we come around and uh, and he lines up and it truly, I can't ever remember having this much turbulence on a plane. And we came in and I'm sure we were on one of those YouTube videos. It would have been one of those going back and forth. You know, you've seen them going around. And, um, and even I think, okay, if the wheels touch, I still can't relax because that doesn't mean we're down. But so he comes in, it is rocking and rolling and we slam into the tarmac like it was a seriously hard land but we were down so yay made it and then this is the part now that Todd's like well I said this here's here's the new protocol I've learned from uh, Delta Airlines flight attendant comes over and 
thank you for, you know, welcome to CTAC. Um, we understand a lot of you have been sick. So as you get off the plane, could you let us know where you're sitting um, so that we can make sure the cleaning crew comes on and pays more attention to the seat and gets it really clean? And okay, well, that's fine. And I hadn't, and as near as I am, I'm never going to get sick. I'm not a motion sickness. But then the flight attendant says, and for those of you who were sick on yourselves and have connecting flights, please oh come, please come see us and we will arrange shirts for you so you can go on to your next flight. So Todd and I now call this the vomit protocol. So I have no idea how many people were sick behind me. I was in row three and it was a but I'm guessing a lot from the way the flight attendants' faces were looking. <laughs> so, but it was um, oh dear, it was terrible. I I can't ever remember being. I mean, Todd's flown with me a lot. Like I said, I can get nervous, and I've been in some interesting situations over the years. But I truly, really thought it, especially the first time when we went up and the noise it was making. I thought something's really wrong here. So, um, as Todd pointed out, it was just the weather. And it was all within what do you call it, Todd? Normal, para acceptable parameters or something? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know they have they have tolerances. You were within the parameters. You know, uh -huh. if, it, if it was really rough, they would have sent you someplace else. It was terrible, and I had to get on a little plane after. And I really oh, didn't want to do that. That's always helpful. Yeah, and I really didn't want to do that. I thought so. We get on the small one up to up to Vancouver, and the pilot comes on. He's like, "So it's a little rough out there. So we're just going to tell the flight attendants to say seated right from the beginning." So, and I'm like, oh, "Great." So we get we take off, and it's only I think you're only in the air like 19 minutes. It's a quick flight. I mean, the whole thing is scheduled for 45, but you're really in the air for like 19 to 21 minutes, I think. But we've been up just a few minutes, and I, because it's a small plane can actually hear people throwing up this time on the plane. <laughs> like, hmm. You know, and so this, so they did come on and they said, okay. And it, it was funny, the same thing. Um, if you've been sick, can you let us know where you were sitting? And it, it was just, it's not a funny story. It was a scary story for me. I really, I said to Todd, you know, I have two years till I'm done working. <laughs> It's one of those, and they're like, oh, this is my last flight, and it really turns out to be your last flight. <laughs> so, fun days in Seattle. Don't need to do that again anytime soon. So, Although, Lisa did post this on Facebook, and I believe one of her coworkers posted, uh, I threw up on a Delta flight, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> well played. Oh. Yeah, so that was my entertaining day last Monday, and uh, I, I, I don't know. Did I, did did it ever do one of the where like the bottom totally drops out and the plane just free falls until it catches again? The small plane did that because Todd actually was watching it on the flight thing, and he actually when I got when I landed in Vancouver, he texted me. He's like, "Oh, I see you took a couple of, couple of good drops there." <laughs> like, wait, yes, yes, we did. So we, yeah. I was on a Delta flight headed to Minneapolis one time, couldn't land in Minneapolis and they rerouted us over to Omaha and in between because of, again, really maybe the worst turbulence I've ever been in. We had several of those drops 
And when we landed in Omaha, then they were going to reroute me back up on the next flight up to Minneapolis before then flying me home to Des Moines. And I said, hell to the no. Walked out of the airport, said, keep my bag. It'll catch me at some point. Rented a car and drove from Omaha to Des Moines, which is about two hours. And beat whatever flight would have been. You know. I, I, I just, ago, nope, I'm out. No, I, nope, 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 not getting on. Years ago, I was going to Atlanta and there was a massive, massive storm over Atlanta and they routed us like way out, out, like it's normally like a three hour and 18 minute flight from Salt Lake. And it ended up being like four hours and 20 minutes. Cause they took us like down through Texas and back up. But, but there was a gentleman next to me and about two hours into the flight, he grabbed hold of my hand. I didn't know him. He never let go of it till we landed. And at one point he said to me, are you okay with this? I'm like, I'm fine. Because I could see he was just beside himself. And I think back now that was nothing compared to what I went through this week. So I can't, imagine i mean and i you know i've learned over the years it is just like riding the waves right and i try and be calm but every once in a while something happens and i actually was thinking god i wish todd was here because he'd be he would be this is fine this is fine maybe that noise isn't so fine maybe you should worry <laughs> you know cause, yeah, everything's but, fine i mean listen that's a what the hell was that well ding and- ding ding <laughs> <laughs> this man, I didn't know him. I, I do now. We exchange Christmas cards. We talk every week. We're really, I, but I didn't know him at the time. But but I I do now. <laughs> so, yeah, so I only have one more flight this year. I'm going to be home for two weeks, and then one Yay. more for the year. So that's it. So there's my fun and exciting travel story. It's not that exciting. It wasn't funny, but it was really scary to me, and I was glad to be off the plane. But I, I did tell my one friend too, if I'd known I was going to get a Delta t-shirt, I would have pretended to throw up maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So fun times. Thanks. Thanks for coming on and sharing the story. Well, hope, thank I you. I hope I have funnier ones over the year. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. See, you don't understand. Once again, we've explained this multiple times, right? <laughs> so, so tragedy is you falling down a manhole cover. Uh, an open manhole cover uh, comedy is watching somebody else fall down a manhole cover. So that was scary for you. Uh, everybody else who wasn't on board the plane goes, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Can, can I, can I tell you one more um, stupid person story? And then I promise I'll leave and you guys can talk. So on, on my way home, this girl, she was probably in her very early twenties gets on with a mate, a big backpack and a big um, rollerboard. And she's sitting next to me and all of the um, overhead space, because it's just the E-175, so not a lot. Um, all the overhead space is taken. And so she sits in the chair with her backpack on and she puts the seat, the suitcase between her legs and sits there. And I said to her, um, you may want to just put that a little bit further back, like in the, in the coat section. And she just looks at me and she doesn't say a word. And I'm just, I wasn't nice. I'm trying to be helpful, but there's no way they're going to let her keep the suitcase right there. Right. And I said to her, finally, are you going to be okay with checking this? Because there's people streaming onto the plane, taking all of the space. I said, if you don't want to check that, you better get up and put that away. And she just looked at me again and didn't say a word. And so all the people come on, plane is full, flight attendant walks up and says to her, "Um, you're going to have to check that bag. 
And she is so upset that she has nowhere to put the bag, but I'm in first class. Uh-huh. And there's no place. <laughs> so, so all I can say is, Dwayne, she probably should have reallocated that bag before everybody got on the plane. <laughs> so. <laughs> Had she listened to this podcast, she would know what to do. <laughs> she would. So, you yeah. know, so I try to be helpful and she's just staring at me like I'm speaking a foreign language. So Most of us can attest to the fact that following Lisa's instructions is always beneficial. <laughs> and good for Todd's health. It- <laughs> Todd likes Dwayne's comment. Ding! <laughs> So, well, thanks for having me, guys. I uh, will leave and let you guys do the rest of the podcast so I can listen to it and be excited and, uh, you know, see what's coming. So, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, great sports. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Lisa's segment was brought to you by Flight Radar 24. Flight Radar 24. (laughs) If you're an aviation geek wanting to just see what planes are doing, Download Flight Radar 24, endorsed by Todd. That's, that's, uh, are just, they just also? In case, just in case, yeah, just in case anybody was wondering, like, how, how what, do you, what do you mean you were, like, how did you know to text her? Look at Flight Radar, go, huh, that plane's flown over the runway twice and is now out over Puget Sound. Oh, let me go look at the uh, speed and altitude graph and, oh, they're about, they were on the ground twice. Because oh. it, it shows it like a little dotted line of the path of the plane, doesn't it? It actually shows a solid line. Um, you can follow the solid line all the way around and then a dotted line to where it thinks it's going. But you can literally see in green, it draws the entire path of the of that the plane has taken. Um, so Flight Radar 24 is an app you can get through the App Store on your Apple device. This seems like a natural. This seems like a natural transition to Tech Corner. I see a couple of bullets under Tech Corner. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, so uh, so Apple has their uh, Apple has. By the time anybody reads this, might be done. Apple has their hol- their their holiday Thanksgiving Black not a Black Friday sale, which is the worst in the business. It's just they don't. I mean. Basically, at this point now, if you buy stuff, if you buy certain things, they will give you another an Apple gift card so you can buy more stuff from them. But not enough to buy like a lot of stuff, just enough to give them even more money. Looking through it, one of the things was if you want the biggest gift card back from Apple, if you want $200 back, you can buy a 27-inch iMac. What I'm going to tell anybody who's listening to this is... Uh, do not buy a 27 inch iMac. Forget the $200 back. Like do not know this is that those are, that's the old Intel computers. Um, do not buy those because new Macs, new iMacs, 27 inch or whatever is coming next year. Uh, the 24 inch iMac, uh, which comes in colors is like significantly faster than the 20, which is why they're putting $200 on it, which is, uh, we got a, we got a warehouse full of these things and these things are about to become dinosaurs. You want some money back? So no, 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 no. Don't do it. So anyway, there's a little helpful tent, hint. Helpful hint. Um, um, Amy see. wants oh, to know. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I just said you Sorry. put another note in. So go ahead. I did. Um, Amy wants to know the new MacBooks that are coming out. Um, last year, she bought the new MacBooks only to find out that they couldn't 
run two monitors. Are, are, are the new MacBooks A out, really? And B, are there any unknown surprises like that that she needs to be aware of? Um, what I would say is, so they're out. Um, they are a little supply constrained, although Apple stores have them in stock. They have certain configurations in stock and you can buy them online. It could take you a couple of weeks to get them. Um, the short answer is these computers, part of it's for a sad reason. Part of it is for an amazing reason. These are probably some of the best computers Apple or any other manufacturer has ever produced flat out like game changing laptops. Um, you can buy a, uh, you can buy a Mac pro tower that costs anywhere from 6,000 to $60,000. If you put enough memory and afterburner cards and all of that stuff. You can buy a $2,500 to $3,000 MacBook Pro, one of these machines, and it will be f as fast or faster in almost everything than a $50,000 Mac Pro. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those things, like every 10 years, sort of technology takes a big jump up, and then it kind of slowly builds this, these, these new chips that are in these things. This is a 10, this is a 10 year leap. Again, one of the things in that $50,000 Mac pro, there is a card that you can buy in there. If you do video editing and you do ProRes, which is a, it's a standard um, in the video editing world. Um, you can, you can buy what Apple calls afterburner cards to snap in there. I think you can put two of them in there and the cards are probably like, I don't know, 10 inches long and, five inches high and they're they're pricey like i i want to say they're 1500 or 2000 dollars a piece just for each card the new chips the top end chips in these macbook pros the the m1 max on the chip they put two afterburner chips on a chip inside the laptop so all of the power of cards, like the cards, the, the two cards together are like the physical size as a laptop. They've now put them in a tiny little chip inside your laptop. And you get it just as part of the chip. So yes, it is um, in almost every way. The, do they, do they call these the, the new, is, is there a different name for the new afterburner chips? Because they should be like, I, I think, based on your description, I think they should be the Aladdin chips. The no, Aladdin no, no. chips? No, not the Aladdin. Well, maybe the Aladdin chips, because Aladdin is what everybody knows, but they're really the genie <laughs> in Aladdin. Because it's amazing, incredible power. <laughs> Itty bitty living space. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Yes. Um, I bet Apple didn't have enough money to license that from Disney. <laughs> it's a wrong and platform. Apple, and Apple's got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so no um if you uh yeah they support they support i don't know three monitors at 6k each and and a 4k tv 
it, this does. I think everything. she'll be she'll be fine. That if you buy a 16 inch MacBook Pro or the 14, one of them, um, Apple says you can get up to 20 hours of battery life on the laptop, and people have said that Apple has underestimated that. So um, now the one thing I will say: if you're not a video editing pro, if if you're not editing video, if you're not these things are now pro machines. Like they used to be called MacBook Pros and you could buy them because they were nice. These things are getting expensive. But realistically, the MacBook Air that came out last year, there's a new one that's going to come out next year. It's going to be redesigned, probably come in colors. So now's not a great time to buy it. Um, when it comes to the Apple stuff, the low end stuff now is, the low end is almost as fast as the pro level machines that they are still selling are. Oh yeah, and my M1 Mini is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like that's the low end. And it's that is faster than everything that Apple has sold ever except for the $60,000 Mac Pro. So it's faster than anything they've ever sold. It's under 1000 bucks. If you want to get as fast as the 60,000, now you can buy a $3,000 laptop and that can be faster than the $60,000. Oh, and next year they're going to re release the 27-inch iMac needs to be replaced. And the Mac Pro needs to be replaced. And there's some rumors of some other stuff. So next year, we're going to get the really fast stuff that um, I, I think they're going to do a thing with Rocket Mortgage where you can, it's it's no longer payments. It's a mortgage. Uh, if you want to buy that thing, it's, a, it's a, you know, you get it on a 30 year, 30 year mortgage. It's like three and a half percent interest. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's listed with Zillow. Oh. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Um, uh, can we, can we do idiots in three minutes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's go. And I want to do this because it's, it's a, it's a basketball referee idiot story. And I know this is near and dear to your heart. Okay. Of course they do are. A quick, quick recap. See if you can follow with me. Uh, college basketball, Southern Utah is playing at Cal big 12, uh, sorry, PAC 12 school, right? conference champions um Dwayne in college so so the referees are brought in by the by the conference but like your let's say the official scorer and the official stats people who supplies those the home team supplies and the timekeeper and that kind of stuff yes yeah yeah those are local okay. folks yeah paid for by the home team Cal was the home team to make that clear with about 14 minutes left in the second quarter Second half, sorry. Halves, two halves. Okay, sorry. In the second half, 14, <laughs> you got that reference. Cool. Um, in the, uh, anyway, about 14 How minutes many countries left. countries are in this country? Or <laughs> SUU player is fouled, goes to the free throw line, sinks two free throws. But the scoreboard only goes up by one. So he made two free throws. Scoreboard goes up by one. I'm going to jump to the end of the game. End of the game, they're tied. Goes to overtime. Tied at the end of overtime. At the end of double overtime, Cal ends up winning by seven points. Yay! After the game, the, SUU, the, the Southern Utah coach says, so our guy sank two free throws and they only gave us credit for one. So he went to the scorer's table and said, 
hey, we should have gotten two points. You only gave us one. And essentially what happened was the scorer said, nope, we got it right. So then the coach did what he is supposed to do by NCAA rules is he tried to get the referees. Hey, hey, ref, ref, ref. Hey, hey. Ref comes over and he says, and it took about a minute and 20 of game time to get the ref to come over. You know how refs, they can't see. Well, they're, they're not far. Anyway, it's fine. So the ref comes over and he explains, we sank two free throws. They only gave us credit for one. And the official score says, we got it right. Score's right. And the Utah coach, Southern Utah coach says, can we, can we look at the, go look at the monitor, right? Cause there's a mon there's, there's, this is, there's, we have video evidence. And the ref says, apparently I'm paraphrasing that eh, score says you were right. So there's no need to over to turn this, change this. Doesn't fix it. After the game, the coach, the SE, the Southern Utah coach says, so I went to the score. He said, no, went to the ref. They didn't even look at the video. They just took their word for it. And he said, you wouldn't believe the amount of gymnastics it took to justify this because it wasn't just a single person that made a mistake. Because just like accounting in basketball, you have an official score and you have official stats. So the score did not credit the free throw and the official stats person marked it as a missed free throw and a dead ball rebound on a made shot. So at least two people got it completely wrong, as is evidenced, by the way. Everybody, everybody's clear. If you watch the video, because it was broadcast by the Pac-12 network, there was video courtside. They could have seen this. They didn't. The video, everybody's clear. Absolutely did it. So Southern Utah reaches out to the NCAA, and the NCAA says, well, here's the thing. Here's what you need to do. <clears throat> as soon as you notice it, you got to go tell the ref and the ref has to fix it. But when the ref leaves the building, doesn't matter. Whatever the ref decided is the way it is. So, um, SUU, uh, Southern Utah university, uh, takes an, takes a loss and, uh, the official score, the official statistician and the refereeing crew, uh, all, uh, screwed it up. And uh, there's nothing that anybody can do about it. As long as the referee says, I don't want to change the score. I don't even have to look. Nothing you can do. And the NCAA says, yep, nothing we can do. I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? My thought is don't play. I would, I would suggest maybe not playing a Cal anymore because apparently there's some home cooking going on. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. That'd be, I mean, if you just start just not putting points on the board. See, that's in, a, in high school, the home book and the visitor's book sit next to each other and they check off all the time, back and forth, one off of the other. They are, the home book and the visitor's book are their own check on each other. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, <laughs> a columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, the home paper. Uh his column says, Cal Bears steal a basketball win. Controversy ensues. Literally. Um, yeah. He, he basically, the comp, this was from two days, from, uh, from, from, from two days ago. He basically said, uh, 
Uh, all, it has, all Cal has to do is give back a win, or at least make the offer. So far, though, Cal is fumbling along for its moral compass. Basically said, uh, um, the, uh, and again, one's Pac-12 school, one isn't. Um, I guess the athletic director from Southern Utah put a place to call into the athletic director at Cal to have a conversation about it. And the voicemail she got back was from like the, like the basketball operations director, the, <laughs> the AD of the school couldn't even bother to return the phone call. Yeah, we did it. And I don't have to talk to you because it's we're over. Cal. NCAA says we don't have to do nothing. So anyway, anyway, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. And to be honest, realistically, and we've talked about a lot of this and we're not going to talk about it even now, we're going to move on. Um, that was one of the least sketchy things that have happened in sports in the last week that you and I... <laughs> that we've discussed over email and text ad nauseum. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't that bad of a punch. I mean, you don't throw a guy out just because he punched another player while he was on the ground. Anyway, moving on. Um, what do we got now? Well, you watch, did you watch some of that basketball game? What else did you watch? Oh, Hey, so basically all were what, again, I'm just following on. I'm just catching up to what stuff that you suggested weeks or months or I don't know. Oh, ago. Yeah. Uh, this okay. weekend, Lisa and I were looking for something to watch. Um, and she wanted, she wanted a comedy of some kind. Um, I said, Dune. And she looked at me like the next Think very, very carefully about the next words out of your mouth are. <laughs> that worm is hilarious. He steals every scene. I'm telling you, that's a comedy. I saw him do 15 minutes at the Chuckle Hut uh, in Huntington Beach. <laughs> just, he just killed it. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, so catching up. So I just, I, I instead said, "Hey, let's rent Free Guy." So we we watched uh, we watched Free Guy. A uh, very good movie. Yeah, a little different. That's a different kind of movie than what you're used to seeing. Um, yeah. So that was, that was, that was good. So a lot of, at, at one point they start using intellectual property from other places. And I thought, Ooh, that's a strong move. <laughs> um, and then, and Lisa told me not to, Lisa told me not to share this, but you know, content. So, we're still watching all the we're still watching the English train videos that's coming out. Right. But, you know, those are once a week and we've we watched a good chunk of his back catalog at this point. So, you know, we got we got time for other stuff now. I don't know why the algorithm suggested this. But about a week ago. I think the algorithm also knows when you get to the point where you're like. If you're wide awake, you're not going to watch this. But at some point, it's like, I bet you they're looking for just about anything we put in front of them. <laughs> so let's try this. It showed us a video of a guy who buys boots, work boots, other kind of boots, eventually moves on to shoes, but he starts with boots. You're, you know, whatever. Um, Red wings, those kind of things. And he cuts them in half. And talks about how well they're built. Here's how they're built inside. And look, see, the leather doesn't actually go all the way down here, right? Oh, and this has a steel shank. Oh, this doesn't. 
this this doesn't right oh look you know this is this is high quality this is crap or whatever so so basically he talks about him then he takes out a really sharp knife and then just goes right through the leather shink, cuts it apart and then if the sole's really thick he gets out the bandsaw and runs it right through the bandsaw so this is how this thing goes i have a pair of boots that cost 195 dollars people want me to cut them apart to see what makes them so comfortable well you asked 15 minutes cuts apart the boots reviews them we've watched multiple videos from this guy now um yeah yeah um <laughs> you once you watch like your third boot cutting video you're like what i've made some choices in my life that i may need to think about now with this oh oh he's doing some converse next cool <laughs> oh now one thing I'm just going to throw this out. I looked today at his channel. He's been doing this for about a year. It's just, it's just him. Oh, and he's got a cat. He's got like a white hairless cat. As all cats don't care. Just he, he will walk. He'll walk across frame. He's literally, as the guy's talking has come in and walked up his shoulder and then gotten up on his head, curled up and laid down on his head while he's shooting his video. And occasionally, while he's trying to show you the boot, the cat will just walk up and just hit the boot. Just hit, the, <laughs> smack the boot out of his hand. Anyway, that's it. 15-minute videos. Do you want to take a guess? He's been in this for about a year. Do you want to take a guess of how many subscribers he has, which we have not subscribed, haven't hit the bell, punched the monkey, or done anything? We just watched some of his videos. Do you want to take a guess of how many subscribers he has? More than us. Uh, so let's carry the six. Yes. 75,000? Three hundred and ninety-seven thousand subscribers. <laughs> I did not go over. Nope, you did not. Nope. Okay. No. Wow. So um, so I'm not going to make much fun of him because, uh, he's been doing this just about as long as we have. No, no, no. And, not as long as we have. Well, I don't know. I don't know how far back he goes. He's been doing it about a year. Oh, okay. So the way YouTube rounds, it, that's anywhere from eight to 75 months. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, there you go. Um, yeah, you, you watch this and you're just like, I can't believe anybody's watching this. Well, we're watching this. Well, I know, but we're bored. Click. Holy crap. He's got to be rolling in the money. <laughs> By the way, if any toddlers know uh, where to get a good deal on a used bandsaw, I've got some ideas. Anyway, what have you been watching? Business opportunity. Uh, still watching Peaky Blinders. Um, not a whole lot this week. I've been kind of busy. Refing started. So I was, I had... Uh, six assignments in five days. So I had a double header one night where I did three different games in two different gyms. So uh, I haven't had mostly what I've been watching is some pretty bad basketball, which we <laughs> covered last week. Three games in two gyms in one night. Uh -huh. I kind of feel like at some point during like the third game, you're like, like the ball goes out of bounds and you blow the whistle and you're like, orange ball. And everybody goes, there's a black team and a green team. 
Yeah, but the ball like, is but the ball is orange. The ball is orange. I got it right. <laughs> by the way, everybody, and I'm not changing it. I am leaving the gym, and I am not changing it. By the way, uh, just so everybody knows, tonight free throws are all two for one, but not how you think. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pac-12. <laughs> Did you learn anything this week? Yeah, this one's really short. I got an email today from a service I subscribe to. Uh, doesn't even matter what it is. Uh, I get an email and it said the subject line was uh, benefits update with a smiley face. And I'm okay. thinking, all right. Uh, this is one of those services, frankly, that uh, you, you pay a little bit of money for and you never want to use. But like, okay, you know, cool. Um Maybe, maybe I, maybe they can now extract me from even further away from civilization. Um, and they basically said, "Good news, benefits update. We're moving the price of your plan from twenty four ninety five a year to twenty nine ninety five a year." Frequently asked questions: Is anything changing? No, other than the price. Do I have to accept the price increase? If you want to keep using the service. You will have to accept the price increase. Have a great Thanksgiving. Boom. And I thought, I mean, technically they're right, but I thought if the subject line was benefits update, <laughs> normally that means we're updating your benefits. <laughs> no, no, no. They're updating theirs by $5 a month. <laughs> there, there you go. I, I actually almost put this in the show notes with quotes around benefits <laughs> and quotes around update. <laughs> Benefits update. Our shareholders are going to benefit from you updating your bank account. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving. Sure. Sure. Why not? I'm surprised they didn't even go with a Black Friday sale. And then, well, this is what they should have done. It's Black Friday sale. And then says, you're saving so much money on your Black Friday sales at other places. We figured you could kick another five bucks our way. Happy Thanksgiving. And you're welcome. <laughs> How about you? What'd you learn this week? Well, as we chronicled at the beginning of the podcast, um, we are at the farm this week for Thanksgiving, Amy's family farm. And so I knew we were going to be on the road to record here. So I didn't want to use the little tiny microphone in my Chromebook, because that's the little computer that I travel with. Um, I didn't want to use it to travel to record. So I went out and bought a new little travel microphone, nice little blue snowball ice model. Amy picked it up at Best Buy, brought it home. I hooked it up, tested it, rock and roll. We are good to go. Packed everything up, brought it out here to the farm. And what I learned was somewhere between Des Moines and the undisclosed farm location, something broke. So the reason I'm one of the reasons I sound the way I do this week is because I'm back using the itty bitty little microphone. <laughs> so I, I guess I learned check, double check, triple check, and then pray because when you're on the road, God knows what's going to happen. <laughs> 
The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-257-6272. Thank you to Toddlers3187 and Number17 for supporting the editing of this podcast, which hopefully there will be very little of. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. The website's talking to Todd. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Tell your friends. And you can send us your feedback, just like Jesse did, at feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Okay, I think I've got a I think I've got a solution for your microphone pro- problem. What if what if I told you that you could get a portable three studio quality mics all in a single package that would be easily transportable that you could just take, open up and start recording? I'm interested. Tell me more. Cool. All you need to do is spend $3,000 and get one of the brand new MacBook Pros with the Pro or Max chip in it. And not only do you get all the good stuff that we talked about, but it also includes three studio quality. By the way, those are both in quotes. Studio Studio and quality. quality. Separate quotes. Not one set of quotes for studio quality, but but studio in one quote and quality in the other. I mean, realistically, I mean... Here's the thing. I mean, I refer to this room as Studio A, so technically it's a studio. And if you can hear me, it has quality. It may not be good quality, but it has quality. So, if if Amy's interested in getting some, if she just wants to like get like a backup one that happens to be we you know what, we could even get up a plug for uh, uh <clears throat> remote microphone support is brought to you by the uh, generous support of, and we could just throw whatever in anyway. Um, just another, you know, just, just another thought of, uh, that, or, or I, I guess, you know, or you can just buy another dongle and figure out how to make the, uh, how to make the snowball mic work. I'm thinking the problem is actually the dongle is where I think the problem is. So, um, but we'll, uh, again, we'll, We'll see what we can do. We'll t- what's, what do they say on PTI? We'll try to do better next week. Yes. <laughs> we'll try to do better next week. <laughs> right here on Talking to Todd. With that much echo, I, I keep waiting for you to like break out in like the doxology or something and just kind of <laughs> praise God from whom all nailed it. And I was told I wasn't supposed to sing.